I am Nan Brewer, the Lucian M. Glaubinger Curator of Works on Paper at the Eskenazi Museum of Art. I'm going to discuss a small work on paper by the American artist John Graham. It is drawn in black ink with pen and brush on two sides of a sheet of white paper with scenes from a bullfight. It is approximately eight and a half inches high by 11 and a half inches in width. It is signed and dated 1935 on both sides and may have been part of a sketchbook. I'm going to focus on the side displayed in the Speed Museum of Arts exhibition, Picasso to Pollock. Let me begin by describing the image. It includes a central scene of an abstracted horse and rider set against the walls of a bullfight arena, as indicated simply by a checkbook grid pattern in the background. The horse is minimally delineated by two ears, a profile view of its eye, muzzle, and mane, and two feet, although these look more like shoe prints than hoofs. Riding tech, including a saddle, stirrup, and bit, is also suggested. The artist had a strong familiarity with horsemanship through his experience in the Russian cavalry and as a riding instructor when he first came to the U.S. However, a realistic depiction is not his intention. The rider has a mask-like cubist face and a block-like torso and disjointed appendages. It is sometimes difficult to even tell where the horse ends and the figure begins. It seems more like a suit of armor than a real person. Its most distinguishing feature is a black solid sweep of hair that dominates the right side of the composition. Although it suggests that the figure is a female bullfighter, it also recalls the plume of a helmet in the horse's mane. Graham may have been familiar with his friend and idol Pablo Picasso's prints of two female bullfighters for the Villard suite, whose plates were etched in 1934 but not published until 1939. Another drawing by Graham from the same year in the Eskenazi Museum of Arts collection of a fallen bull and bullfighter also recalls some of Picasso's bullfight scenes. Let's go back to the image of the female bullfighter. She is linked to her steed by a rein that encircles the pair and dips down below the figure's saddle. The curvilinear pattern of the line not only unifies the subject, but recalls automatic drawings popularized by the early surrealist. This idea is based in psychoanalysis, and Sigmund Freud is even said to have used the technique in the treatment of his patients. To achieve the effect, artists drew without looking at the paper in order to capture their subconscious. The results remind me of an elementary school art project where you scribbled on a sheet and then filled in some of the open spaces. Although Graham clearly composed this image intentionally, he adapted the surrealist stylization and promoted the importance of the unconscious in the creation of art through his theoretical writings. The other side of this sheet which shows a view of a figure on a horse from behind, is also drawn in this swiggly line. Who was Graham? Although less well-known today than many of his peers, Graham was an important figure in early modernism. Born Ivan Dubrowski to a family of minor Polish nobility, he 
was raised and educated in Kiev. He worked as a lawyer and served in the Russian cavalry during the First World War. He remained loyal to the Tsar after the October Revolution, even being imprisoned, and around 1920 escaped to the United States, where he became a citizen in 1927. Although he dabbled in art as a hobby back in Russia, he didn't take it up seriously until he was 35 years old. He enrolled in the Art Students League in New York, where he studied with the social realist John Sloan and met many other artists like Alexander Calder and Barnett Newman. His innate talent and a fortuitous third marriage led to a quick support from major patrons of modern art, including the Cone sisters and Duncan Phillips. Graham was considered an eccentric, braggart, womanizer, and even a megalomaniac. But he was also an influential dealer and art critic who became an important early supporter and friend of abstract expressionists like Jackson Pollock, David Smith, and Willem de Kooning, several of whom he was said to have discovered. His book, Systems of Dialectics of Art, became a sort of manifesto for many young modern artists. The Speeds exhibition also includes a 1941 painting, Bird Watcher by Graham, created before his later style moved towards a kind of modern classical realism. However, what makes this ink drawing of particular interest is the inscription on the side with the female bullfighter, To You, Anya. It was a personal gift to Anya Latour, an art dealer, collector, and sometimes artist model. Most importantly, however, Anya was the woman who introduced modern art to the Hoosier state. Born in the small southern Indiana town of Salem, her life had an unusual trajectory for a woman of very modest means. It was said that she hopped her freighter to Russia during the First World War because she may have had a grandmother of Russian heritage and a love for that country's art. She then traveled to the west coast of the United States and briefly ran an art gallery in Puerto Rico. Most significantly, she moved to New York City in 1934, getting a job with the WPA's Federal Art Gallery, which was part of the New Deal. While this position introduced her to many artists, it was the concurrent development of the Anya Latour Gallery in her apartment that cemented these friendships and led to her growing personal collection, which included almost 500 works by her death. When she lost her job at the Federal Art Gallery in 1940, she decided to come back home again to Indiana, where she opened a gallery-slash-museum in Nashville, Indiana, home of the Brown County Art Gallery. She bought a farm and built Spellbound House, where she installed her enormous collection both inside and out. Her collection couldn't have differed more from the rural scenes and impressionist style still being promoted by the area's local artist. Her personal fashion, self-assurance, and a bohemian lifestyle likewise made her the talk of the town. Some locals even thought she was a communist. One of her few supporters was Indiana University's Department of Fine Arts chairman and the university's first museum director, Henry Radford Hope. Henry was a George Brock scholar and had an impressive collection of modern art himself. He encouraged the university's art students and Indianapolis collectors to visit what Anya had established as the 
Indiana Museum of Modern Art, the first of its kind in the state. Hers was a true act of unselfish devotion. As the noted journalist Ernie Pyle wrote in 1940, Anya Latour is a remarkable thing. She's trying, apparently, without thought of recompense, to present to the people of Indiana an understanding of modern art. Henry Hope exhibited selections from Anya's collection in 1942 and in 1969 bought six works from her collection for the museum, including the grand pieces in the Speed Show. Anya gave an additional 140 works to the Indianapolis Museum of Art a few years prior to her death. Her passion for promoting art continued through her donation of a substantial sum to the city of Nashville for a community center for the arts. Although the Anya Latour Center was eventually established, it later became simply a multi-purpose room in the town's library. Perhaps it was Anya's indomitable spirit that encouraged her friend John Graham to dedicate a picture of a fearless female bullfighter looking defiantly out at the viewer in her honor. <laughs>